0: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello, Molly. Hello, Kristen. <laughs> Molly, I've got I got a question for you. Okay. Molly, do you think that we work, and you and I, we work in a male-dominated industry? What do you define our industry as? Well, we work for a website. Um, So I'm I'm thinking more like tech, web, internet. Interesting, because I would think more that I worked in communications, journalism, etc. And what I think is sort of interesting about how stuff works is, yes, I would agree with you that web tech seems a little more Mm male-dominated. But I feel like communications is a little more female dominated. True. So I think we're at like a crossroads. Yeah. Well, would you be, would you be nervous about working in a male dominated industry? You know, I've never really had that experience. Have you? No. (laughs) I mean, my last job, there were only four guys on the staff. It was a staff of 60, four guys. Four guys. That's it. Yeah. So I bet it was a, it was a breeze, huh? No, it was not. Oh, why was it? Was it a catty office? It was kind of, well, I don't know. Now I'm scared someone's going to hear it from my last office. But I mean, I would say that there were times when, yeah, the it was fairly catty. And I think that when women compete against each other in some ways, it almost felt more personal than like business. Yeah, I could see how office politics in in an all-female office could get, you know, a little... A little testy sometimes. A little testy, but also sometimes you kind of be resentful that when you were actually, you know, trying to do something to get ahead and it, you know, didn't go well and people were moody and upset that people would just say, oh, this whole office is having their period at the same time. Yeah, which I... I find that insulting. Exactly. I mean, it was just like, no, how, how could all of us be having our period at the same time? <laughs> That'd be kind of gross. But um, thankfully, we are not working in an all-female office. We, uh, you know, we I wouldn't say that we're in necessarily a male-dominated office or anything like that. But we, you know, we have male bosses and... Um, there's definitely a lot of, uh, I think, office politics that you have to play, whether you live and work in a uh, male-dominated or female-dominated office. Yeah. I mean, everyone needs to play office politics at some point. Mm-hmm. I think the, the bad thing is, though, is that just the term office politics is such a turnoff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think... I, I never think of myself as some kind of office politician. Well, Kristen, you're an office politician whether you want to be one or not, basically, because everyone is involved in office politics. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's kind of a dirty term, but it simply refers to, like, the dynamics of power that are going on in any office. Right. And even though we think that what we can do is just stay in our cubicle and do the job the best we can do, office politics affects you. Office politics definitely affects you, um, and it affects you more than you would actually think. Uh, experts have found that office politics is the number one indicator of how far you'll succeed in your job, uh, more so than brains or your personality. And when I read that, I was kind of astounded because, you know, as a female, I was definitely at, at, at this time, you know, in, you know, 2008 as a female where I am now, I was definitely raised to think that as a woman, my brains could take me, you know, as far as I needed, but really it's, it's politics. It's still politics. Um, And so you still have to kind of go out and kind of market yourself and Mm -hmm. kind of uh, get around everyone and be like, you know, here's what I'm doing. Yeah. So when you first get a job, um, you know, that's when your first day politics starts. And the first thing that you want to do is sort of get the lay of the land. You want to listen before you speak. Yeah, you get the lay of the land because office politics just starts with getting along with your coworkers. It sounds really simple, but Mm -hmm. that's the heart of it. That is the heart of it. And, um, as females though, when, when you are building those first relationships, I think that it's very easy, especially if you're getting to know other female coworkers to dive into gossip. Exactly. Because, you know, I mean, it sounds really cliched, you know, Oh, women like to gossip, but Let's face it, Molly. I mean, if you're getting to know another girl, the easiest way, whether it's celebrity gossip or people you know, whoever, the easiest way to, to you know, to forge that new relationship is to, you know, just dish, dish the dirt, dish the dirt. And I think it starts off. Um, I think we don't even realize we're sliding into that slippery slope because it might just start, you know, in the bathroom after meeting going like, gosh, it was awkward when that guy. Went off on that tangent. Yeah, or maybe like you think it's something funny to say about somebody, but really once you start getting into office gossip, you are... Failing at politics. You're failing. And you probably unknowingly have started sort of a clique or a faction within the office. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of become known by it. Yeah. And you really, you want to stay away from getting pigeonholed into one group of people. Obviously, you're going to have some people who you're going to get along better with than others. But at the same time, you need to, in order to be a successful politician, you need to try to diversify your friends as much as possible so that if you get stuck in a hard place, you have multiple resources that you can go to for help. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the exact opposite of a reality show. Mm-hmm. Not just one alliance. <laughs> no alliances. This is, this is not Survivor, although you are looking out just for yourself. But um, So that's where I think office politics gets so dirty for people, is you have to both get along with people and yet compete with them. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that might make it easier is kind of having a guide. Um, uh, people recommend... Finding a mentor or some type of role model doesn't have to be a female, male or female, but just someone who's been in your office long enough to really know how things work, who makes the decisions, things that you might not be able to initially pick up on, you know, just having some casual, you know, lunches or break room encounters with people. Yeah, I think they can guide you the power infrastructure, but it's also someone just to go to when you do run into that caddy coworker Mm -hmm. who. Insists on always kind of putting you down. Yeah, I mean it's going to happen at some point, so it's probably good to have someone in your corner who's going to have an ear to the ground mm-hmm. and be able to help you when that situation comes up. And you also need to learn to self advocate. Um, you know, as you work someplace for a while, hopefully you're you're doing some good things, getting some good accomplishments, and um, when the time comes, you know, maybe you're taking an elevator ride with a boss, you know, figure out a way to sort of self promote. You know, talk about. The awesome things that you've been doing, like Molly, maybe you just wrote a stellar article that got like two million hits or something. yeah, yeah. or maybe you know we can talk about, oh, we just had a great day podcast. We just had a wonderful podcast. yes, give me a raise. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't be that easy. Um, I wish I wish but uh but yeah, I think that it just all goes into diversifying you. diversifying your friends, but you know, I think we can admit Kristen that we have it easy. Like we, like we said, we don't really work in a male dominated office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we sit beside each other in our cubicles. We work together. We podcast together, but it's not like we've ever been in competition with a ton of other males. Other males, right. But, you know, if that were the case, there are definitely some ways that, um, That women can hold their own in a male dominated office. Um, and we got a little help from Wall Street Journal that, uh, just published an article, um, offering some tips for women, especially in, you know, like jobs like engineering, computer science, things like that, when you might be one of just a handful of females. So with our very limited experience being in a male dominated workplace, Mm -hmm. we're going to try and see if we can decipher the value of these tips. Yeah. One, uh, Molly, the one that I found, I think the most interesting was differentiating between alpha and beta males. You know, you think about like the wolf pack, you've got the alpha wolf who is the leader of the pack and sort of gives the orders. Um, it's, you know, it's a no brainer. It's the same thing in the office. You, your alpha males are going to be your get it done. The go getters always have like a new idea on the horizon. And when you're talking to them, you want to use very goal oriented, succinct, powerful language. Right. Um, You know, it's kind of like Put yourself a little more on their level. But when you're talking to beta males, um, who are going to be more interested in collaborating in partnership, you're going to want to use a little more of that, like, open networking type of, um, you know, conversation. Right. You don't hear about beta males quite as much, but it sounds like they'd be great partners for when you do have mm-hmm. sort of a group project. Uh you can bring people in on, they'll help you kind of shine, I think, in yeah. your way. Mm-hmm. Or if you just need, you know, if you're you're stuck on a topic, you know, it's somebody you can go to, to kinda kinda help you out a little bit. But when you're dealing with any male, alpha or beta, there are some things you can do to kind of adjust your language. Mm-hmm. And I think this these hold true whether you're in a male-dominated world or not. But I know that we always sort of start sentences with, I think. Well, I think or maybe we could, could try idea. Yeah, very kinda, oh, I'm not so sure. Get rid of it. You need to use declarative sentences. You know, walk up to John, the alpha male, and say, John, this new podcast of mine and Molly's is fantastic. And I think you should listen to it. Right. Be confident, be assertive. Yeah. And, and it sounds like something that's really easy and obvious, but women still just don't do it. Yeah. I say, I use the phrase, I'm sorry all the time. And I, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I say it. Uh, but yeah, women, I think they just use it sort of like as a verbal crush. Like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I know. I know you're busy right now, but I just had this thing. Mm-mm, no, yeah. they need to make time for you. Make time for it and be like, Hey, do it. Do it. Um, and also once the work is done and, you know, maybe it's time for a happy hour, socialize with the boys. Right. Just invite yourself along if you have to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> it might seem kind of awkward, but it, it will benefit you because when Molly and I were talking about that, you know, stereotypical caddy female office gossip, the fact of the matter is men gossip too. I know for a that men gossip yeah and you just think about like how many deals are probably made at the sports bar and Mm -hmm. not in the office like you need to be there for that yeah and you need to be able to kind of see the dynamics between the different men going back to the that alpha beta um male differentiation um just kind of help you get the lay of the land and also the next day at work when you've after you've been out had some beers enjoyed some laughs i think it kind of you know kind of makes you one of them yeah. A little bit more. Get in get in with the thing. And this is, you know, earlier we we're talking about getting the lay of the land, listening to gossip and not participating in it. But that's how you can find out where the boys are going, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not suggesting anyone should get in their car and follow the boys. <laughs> Don't be a stalker. But, you know, you hear things, you should follow up on them. Yeah. But the next day, all right, so let's say it's Wednesday, you go out to Wednesday happy hour. Thursday morning, what you should not do, Molly. His prank, coffee, and donuts for the guys, To you help know? with their hangover. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? No. Mother hens stay at home. You want to avoid all stereotypical female subservient roles. Right. Specifically subservient. But I guess the only thing that bothers me about this uh, male-dominated workplace is that you can't actually be sort of female within it.
1: You also, know what I'm saying?
0: Because, you know, yes, you shouldn't be the mother hen, But let's say, you know, you still want to be a female, don't you? Well, I think that you can be, you can be a female without, you know, cleaning up after, after board meetings or having to always be the donut, the The donut donut lady. Yeah. But basically what we want to avoid, I guess, is a stereotype that all female CEOs are, you know, cold and hard and words that rhyme with witches. Yes. Being witches, as Molly said, um, is kind of, you know, a pitfall once you do hit that career ladder because you know, there have been multiple studies that I've run across just, you know, sort of researching on this topic that have found that um, once women do assume leadership roles, they're perceived more negatively than men. And it's a reaction to that violation of those, you know, stereotypical female roles. So I think that it's definitely a tight line that we have to walk right now. But I think it also has to do with the fact that, um we're socially in a shift right now. You know, Fortune 500 companies, look at the CEOs. It's going to be older white males. But I think that the tide is shifting, you know, to maybe a few more females in those higher positions. And I think until we get to that point where it is a little more equal across the board, I think that we do have to sort of abandon, um, you know, that stereotypical female that might want to eke out every, every now and then. Yeah, but I think that this is, you know, Maybe where we can come back and circle around is, you know, this is where you can use your brains to get ahead. I mean, yes, we're going to have to work harder and be smarter in terms of how we're going to get along with the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, no less a uh, achievement than working hard and just doing good work. Yeah. I mean, you have, just work hard, play hard, I guess. Work hard, play hard and, and definitely keep in mind the networking. I think it's just so easy to get, to get stuck into a work click and, and not even realize it yeah. until you get, you know, in a rough spot and you have nowhere to turn yeah so stay on your toes stay on your toes build alliances yeah and don't forget and don't forget it's politics it is politics you know but smart politics don't think about it as dirty politics just think about it as smart politics yeah so if you need more tips on how to play office politics male or female we have an article called how office politics works at howstuffworks.com